Hello there and welcome to the power of building your personal brand, my audio series with women in the digital age. Today, we're going to explore the power of consistency. So how the power of consistency is a really important element in building your brand. During session one, we explored what is at the core of your personal brand in terms of values, morals or beliefs. And how does this align with the core of your business? When this core is identified, we must then make sure that it is purpose driven, not goal driven. This is something I want to explore in a little bit more detail before we move on. My purpose might be to make people's lives better. And that's a really general statement. So when we break that down, we think about a business offering, a service provision, or if even just yourself as a person, it's what you bring to your friend groups, your families, etc. You want to make their lives better by your presence or in terms of business, you want to offer a product to the market or bring a service into being that allows people to live better. You might make their lives more convenient. You might make their lives more comfortable. You might offer something which allows them to prioritize other goals in their lives. But purpose is the key. What is your purpose and how are you going to then deliver it? So when we talk about goals, we're talking about hitting a certain tangible concept or written down aim. Okay, so when we talk about goals, we're looking at hitting a certain sales target. We're looking at expanding into a certain number of markets. Um, And often our goals and our purpose, while we hope one feeds the other, it's important to make sure that they are both aligned. But at the same time, we can't confuse the two. For example, my purpose is to make people's lives better by the new service that I have, which allows people to streamline their online shopping. For example, my goal may involve hitting a certain sales target in terms of selling the applications to a number of individuals. But occasionally, what my goal may not involve would be working very long hours, traveling a lot, um, having to do a huge amount of pitching, research, paperwork, defense of my, you know, troubleshooting technical issues with a, with an application or something like that. And that often is not something you're aiming towards in terms of your list of goals for a month or a year, but it is a necessary task or challenge or activity to move towards the purpose of your business. In the same way, you might say my purpose is to feel really confident and comfortable and good about myself when I look in the mirror. My goals involve exercising every day, eating healthily, And the challenges to those goals may be me not enjoying exercise, maybe not having the time for it or struggling to find the expertise or convenience needed to meal prep effectively. So you often have something that inhibits your goals, but ultimately you have to see the purpose, whether it's a change in your life, business idea, etc. And the purpose is what I always call the bigger picture. So those two things are important to differentiate and it's really important not to confuse the two. Once purpose has been identified, our next step is to consolidate into a brand message. So what we're looking at is how to get our purpose identified. Then we look into the idea of consolidation. And then in a few moments, we'll talk about the consistency message, which is our theme for today. 
So how? How are we going to decide what our brand message is? This can be a really overwhelming idea and concept. And I know myself, it's something that I put to the side. I thought it's too big. This is too big a task. I'm going to just leave it be and instead work on small, actionable insights that I can do and I can tick off a box and I can have my list achieved Whereas this was just too big for me for quite some time to really get a sense. And what I always advise people to do now is just to brainstorm, get any ideas, adjectives, feelings, thoughts, concepts down on a page, anything that relates to how your business is now, how you want it to be, why you set it up in the first place. So start with your brainstorm. Then we need to get a little bit ruthless. We want to edit, edit and edit again to bring us right down to the core and kernel of our business purpose. And we ask ourselves, how do we make it as short as possible? How do we make it as concise as possible? And how do we make sure that there is no way that this can be taken up or read or listened to in an incorrect or damaging sense? So I always say, think about your pitch and think about your spiel. So it's such an Irish term, the spiel. But when we think about these as two separate entities, your pitch is what you tell a person about your business, your service, or even yourself when you only have their attention for a short period of time. And your spiel or your description is something that you go into when someone offers interest in your business or looks to hear a little bit more or has a little bit of time to spend, to listen and consider. And Previously, when we talked about, you know, brand message, we wanted the story of a brand. We wanted a huge amount of like, let's hear all about this person. Let's hear all about where this concept originated from. And I think that was a really valid starting point up to maybe three, four, even five years ago. Whereas now I've noted such a change in almost the trend of information, most especially when we're dealing with it and looking at it and interacting with it online. And the basics are we just want the facts, particularly with our recent COVID-19 pandemic and the amount of information that was traded globally. We were trading in information, not emotions. We were dealing with the knowledge economy, except it was spun on its tail in that the knowledge we needed was different to the considerations we would usually have. And we were looking at how health would affect economics. And we put aside the idea of emotion and mindset because we were dealing with the very basics of threats to our globalized world. And when we think about our current knowledge, the statistics we're being thrown at every day and the information that we're given, they're at the best times in, in the last couple of years can be a lot to deal with, particularly in a very busy and distracted world in which we live. But it can be at this point an overwhelming concept. So we are at the stage where we are, I suppose, nearly thrown information in so many different guises over a daily period that it's sometimes helpful to pull it right back and ask yourself, how can I really encapsulate the purpose of my business or my brand as succinctly, shortly, concisely as possible, while still giving that impact and that power behind my message? So that's our idea of consolidating. Take a bit of time. It's a good idea to ask someone else to have a look over it, get their take on it. And I always say the best thing to do in terms of brand message and purpose and getting this short and sweet and consolidated is to ask a person who doesn't know anything about your business or more importantly, who may not be your initial target customer so that they are able to read, to process, to think, 
and to understand how your business works in as short a timeline as is possible. Our next thing to look at is how we move then from this consolidation of brand message to consistency. Put simply, once your brand message has been consolidated, you need to promote that consistently. This is how you create a smart digital strategy. We have two questions that always arise when we discuss this. Question one, how can we diversify our content without compromising brand message? Question two, how do we offer consistency without sounding like a constant sales pitch or a broken record, which becomes irritating very quickly? We all know those ad opportunities that we come across, which become irritating because they are consistent. There is no variation, but in many cases, they are successful. So let's have a look and a think about how we're going to address these two key questions. Let's look at our first question. For me, when I keep my brand message at the very core of my content, and for Style Savvy, that brand message is that Style Savvy is trustworthy and offers independent advice. Once I can stand over that brand message for whatever content we decide to produce, I know that there is a consistency there, whether it be outfit pictures, whether it be a business conference, whether it be what's happening during the day and a diary kind of content, whether it be quotes from clients or inspirational or motivational words we come across. Always my key thinking is, does that go back to our brand message of trustworthiness? And we will look at this again, but it's a key one, the idea of authenticity and the idea for us in terms of what we do of teaching and enhancing and allowing people to learn in terms of a context of image and style. So that's our question one. You can have a variety of content as long as that brand message is at the core, but it can be implicitly there as opposed to a very explicit message. And that links us nicely into our answer for question two, where we don't want to look like a sales pitch and we don't want to have one message only. And the key with this, and we, we noted a minute ago, the trend to have paired back knowledge and info in terms of reducing the amount of content you put on platforms or that you release on your website and the amount of reading basically that has to be done is the idea of the soft sell. So we've seen over the last number of years, and statistically, it's predominantly in a female market, the idea that an implicit sales pitch is a lot more successful than an explicit one, mostly because an implicit sales pitch looks a lot more genuine and it doesn't have the same angle or agenda that we have come to learn and see in more obvious, like buy me, hire me, work with me now content. So that's something to consider. And it's one of the takeaways we want to bring when we summarize up this episode. Number one, how do we consolidate our brand message? Number two, how do we deliver it consistently? Number three, how do we keep our content diverse without diluting our brand message? And the answer to that is make sure the brand message is consistently, implicitly through the content which you produce. And question two, our last point for today, is how do we offer something that is not an obvious sales pitch and remembering that the responsiveness to an implicit sell 
tends to be more successful than the response to an explicit sell when you are working with a product or service which requires engagement into a person's life, change of a way of thinking and an overview of lifestyle choice or a way of behaving that will make sure your product or service is right in the centre of their life choices or of their revenue decisions for months or hopefully years to come. So hope you found that session useful. Uh, again, no more than we did last week. Do your homework, sit down, brainstorm, edit, edit, edit again. And I hope you have found this content useful and informative in terms of building that brand message, keeping the consolidation there and learning then how to place that consistently through your marketing content and engagement. That's all for today. Join us next week when we look at how to package your knowledge and skill and plan how to market it. See you then.